0: A restaurant will be seating mannequins at empty tables to make social distancing less awkward. And a bill making it legal to drunk drive on your own property makes it halfway through the Virginia Assembly and a company sells fake muscles and fake breasts to help people get a second Zoom virtual date. These are the Weird Stories for Thursday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily Weird News podcast hosted by a comedian in Los Angeles during the quarantine. I'm glad you're here. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A restaurant is going to seat mannequins at the empty tables in order to make social distancing less awkward. Uh, But it's going to make the dinner a lot more awkward, is my guess. Who wants to eat alongside creepy-ass mannequins? Uh, The article says the coronavirus pandemic has forced restaurants to rethink their seating arrangements, as social distancing requires some of the tables to be left completely empty. Well, the inn At Little Washington is presenting a rather innovative solution, and that is to fill their half-empty restaurant with mannequins eating at tables, or at least pretending to eat. In the Washington, Virginia restaurant, each empty table will provide the setting for a different scene with these mannequins, from a proposal to a business meeting. (laughs) Mannequins proposing, mannequins on dates. What is this? All of the mannequins will be dressed in 1940s clothing. (laughs) Complete with uh, era-appropriate hair and makeup. 1940s hair and makeup and clothing. Where did you come up with this idea? The waiters at this restaurant will even be instructed to pour wine for the inanimate guests. Oh, this is just frightening. Are you trying to create a haunted atmosphere for us? That's not going to solve my uncomfortable, awkward social distancing atmosphere. For sure, no. These mannequin scenes are one way restaurants are working to comply with the new social distancing regulations as reopening nears. Uh, Regulations in this particular area of the country requires a 50% capacity limit in all restaurants, leaving the owners to figure out what to do with their empty space, whether it's spreading out tables or creating theater-worthy inanimate scenery. Or how about you do nothing? How about, uh, you know, you just let us eat in a a more sparse? I mean, it's not like we've never eaten in a half empty restaurant before. What do you think is going to freak us out? I've been to many restaurants that were half empty, depending on the time of day or depending on my budget. And I can't go to a great restaurant that's very popular. I mean, my whole life has been like that. I think we can all handle some empty tables. We're not going to be like, oh, my God, what is going on? Is this place shutting down? What happened that made this place half empty? We're not morons, man. We realize we're coming out of a pandemic. The restaurant is also looking to capitalize on its 20-acre property by offering picnic lunch and dinners. Uh, So, oh, that's great. You can spend all this money to eat right on the ground. That's not... What is wrong with these people? I think they need some help. Okay. Uh, Call me up, man. I'll I'll tell you some suggestions on how to make it a little less awkward. Get rid of the fake people in your restaurant. First off, (laughs) I mean, it's going to be uncomfortable enough that I'm going to have to sit far away from the person that I'm having dinner with or the people that I'm having dinner with at least six feet. Right. And then, of course, the waiter's going to come over and they're not going to be able to get anywhere near the table, right? So I'll be screaming my order at the waiter. Yes, we, yes, we'd like an appetizer. What's on the what, what do you recommend for the wine? I have no money. That sort of stuff's going to be happening. And then I mean eating with a mask on half the time, perhaps. Or do you take the mask off during each bite? What do you do there? Is there going to be people eating with gloves? I'd imagine we're going to see some of that, and all of it is going to be awkward, okay? So let's just try, don't make it any more awkward by having, you know, dummies at the table with like no life in their eyes just staring at me with a glass of full wine in front of them. I just think that's so bizarre. Do you guys like this idea? I don't know. Call the show. Tell me what you think. Maybe you have an idea on how to make our restaurants a little more, um, well, you know, make them safe, obviously, but also make it sort of entertaining at the same time, or maybe you can do something cool with the space. I don't know. I I don't like this idea. But call the show 646-450-2012. Well, it's almost legal to drunk drive at your own home. A bill nearly makes it through the Virginia Assembly but fails. Uh, Virginians who might want to crack open a beer or seven while doing some yard work on a riding lawnmower Or maybe spinning around on a go-kart in your driveway after having a few shots of Jaeger. Uh, This bill came close to getting a green light. But, unfortunately, drinking and getting behind the wheel in your own yard or your driveway could still mean big legal trouble after the House Delegates Subcommittee voted down this legislation, which would have put private, private homes beyond the reach of the state's drunk driving laws. The reason they shut it down was they said it was just too difficult to draw a distinction between the guy calmly drinking a beer while listening to the radio in a parked car and the guy doing donuts on his front lawn. One representative named Todd said the bill raised an interesting issue, but it was aimed at a problem that may not even be solvable. Sitting in your driveway with your car running could mean you just got there. State law in, uh, makes it a crime to drive or operate a vehicle while drunk, a definition that allows people to be prosecuted whether the car is moving or stopped. Well, that seems strange to me, and I know um, that's pretty common, and I've never agreed with it. Um, driving or operating a vehicle means moving it. The gears are working. That's what operating means. If, if the car is stopped and you're just sitting there. I heard a story about um, a friend of mine, in Massachusetts, who pulled over on the highway because he was drunk driving, and he decided, "You know what? I'm way too drunk to drive." He pulled over, and he tried to take a nap on the side of the road. And the police came up to him, and he told him what happened. He said, "I was dry. I was drunk. I realized it. I pulled over to sleep it off. They said, "Well, because you're drunk now and behind the wheel, you're going to be prosecuted. And I you know, I don't think that's fair at all. Um, i I thought my friend should have been rewarded for the decision to pull over, really. Um, And, you know, the police have discretion in in such matters. You know, if they see that my friend made the right decision, why not reward that right decision? The sponsor of this bill in Virginia, uh, Senator Richard Stewart, said he was trying to create a narrow protection to ensure DUI laws aren't ensnaring people trying to do the right thing by not driving drunk on a public street. You know, this is a tough nut, he said. I'm trying to protect the person who moves the car in his driveway. Stewart said he received an email from a Charlottesville man who wisely got a ride home from a bar but then was prosecuted for DUI for moving a car in his private driveway. We are catching people up that we never intended. We do value property rights in this state and this country. The bill drew opposition from anti-drunken driving groups, law enforcement associations, AAA, and insurance companies. Uh, Gilbert asked Stewart if he thought it was okay for him to drive a four-wheeler around his property at 70 miles an hour while drinking a beer with a child on board. Well, you see, in those instances, there are other crimes you're breaking. You know, you're endangering a child. I mean, when you start comparing it to that, it just makes it sound ridiculous. And, of course, you're not going to pass such a bill. You know, 70 miles an hour. I mean, you know, this is reckless endangerment on so many levels despite it being on your property. You know, but what about the guy who's just riding around on his four-wheeler and had a few beers uh, on the property? I mean, this comes down to what can you what can and can't you do on your own property? Why why can't I have a few beers and jump around on my pogo stick? Is that a, is that a machine? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I got a go-kart and I want to have a few shots of tequila and spin around, what it's my property. I'm not if I'm not hurting anybody else. I don't understand why this is, is a problem. It's a very tricky situation. Um, and an, it's, it's a story I wanted to do because it's so, it's, so, it's so tricky and it really has nothing to do with the virus. So I thought that we'd talk about something else for a change. But I would love to hear from you weirdos on um, what you think about this. Call, call the show, 646-450-2012, shall you? A company is selling fake muscles and fake boobs to help people get a second Zoom date during the pandemic. The coronavirus situation suspended us all in what's been dubbed a new normality emerging from this state of isolation in particular is the brave new world of virtual dating, many times via Zoom. With a slew of new portals, avenues, and frustrating dating terms to weave into the lexicon, finding love during lockdown has created a unique series of challenges and expectations pertaining to the pandemic. However, love in a time of coronavirus is not all lost, but it has been thrust into a state of obscurity as one company sells fake muscles and fake boobs to help people land a second date. Preparing for your virtual date uh, obviously demands some effort, right? You want to look good put a little makeup on. No need for the deodorant, I find. <laughs> Don't waste that cologne or perfume. You're not going to need that. It's a virtual date. But, you know, you want to make make sure you look good. I find it's uh, more helpful to uh, make sure your your lighting is good. Yeah. Now, I'm not going on Zoom dates. I just know a lot about shooting video and doing self-tapes as an actor, and I know the lighting is so important. So, if you are going if you have a Zoom date tonight, you know, yeah, spend some time on your you know your shirt—that's I mean, all you're going to see. You could actually go pantsless to a Zoom date, so don't, you don't have to worry about your pants. But pick out a nice shirt, and uh, you know, get your makeup and hair done. But the lighting—so important, I find. And then also, clearly, you want to order some fake, fake breasts and fake muscles to, uh, you know, just <laughs> to completely lie during your Zoom date, right? Why not just lie completely, right? This is what it's about, right? <laughs> this is terrible. The American sporting goods company Sportarly is selling fake muscle suits and fake breast implants for these Zoom and virtual dates. Uh, it, It was launched as part of their new virtual dating collection. The website says virtual dates can be awkward and while sometimes having something to grab attention as soon as you connect can help. Order now and watch your socially distant partner's jaw hit the floor on your next virtual date. The site claims that their virtual date muscle suit provides buyers with bulging biceps, perfect pecs, and washboard abs. Washboard abs? What do you lift your shirt up and you you have fake rubber abs underneath and they think that's real? The padded shirt offers that subtle, sexy, and seriously shredded look that many of us dream of. This is awful, by the way. But the spokesperson for the company claims the products have been flying off the virtual se- shelves since being made available. Oh no! How much dishonest dating is going on in the world right now? You know, and it's a lot easier to get a- away with it if it's a virtual date. You know, they don't have to. Well, they don't have to see your legs. You you, you don't even have to have legs. You can say you have legs, but you know, who's going to say during a date, "Hey, could I please see your legs?" I'm I'm questioning whether or not you have legs, sir. <laughs> The article says, clearly coronavirus has changed our online dating habits for the time being, but will it distort our expectations of reality when it comes to beauty standards, when fake boobs and abs are deemed the tool to secure a second date? Well, our expectations of reality when it comes to beauty standards has already been whacked over the decades, um, you know, because of, you know, a, a glamorous image that's being put out there by, you know, mainstream media mostly, magazines and commercials and TV shows, you know, everything's just been glamorized and um, you know, it's like the the person's exterior is more valued than the interior because of this anyways. So this isn't setting new expectations. It's just it's just uh, drawing from our old expectations as we've already had for many years and that, you know, our exterior image is is the thing that we wish our potential mate would would approve of over most other qualities, which is very sad because if you're going to have any long-term relationship with anybody, it's the interior qualities that are going to make make that happen, not the exterior. The exterior, is very, it's very fleeting and it creates a fleeting relationship. And by the way, looks always fade. The exterior always degenerates. You know, we are all going to get old. We are all going to be less attractive than we were you know, a year ago, two years ago, five, whatever it is. And what's sad about the whole thing is these virtual dates on Zoom, they actually open the door for like a real connection because you can't be distracted by the sex because you're not having any physical contact with the person if you have a Zoom date. And in, in the dating world, you can quickly jump into sex and then that just clouds everything else. It clouds your judgment on who this person really is and uh, and therefore, you know the Zoom dating. It's it's a shame. It's an opportunity here to really get to know somebody over time. You know, all you can really do over Zoom is talk and get to know them, and that's so important. And and so why just ruin it by putting up some fake boobs or a, a fake fake muscles? I mean, it seems ridiculous to me. But maybe I'm maybe I'm Maybe I'm too old school and traditional here. I don't know. Call me up. Tell me what you think of this. Weird, 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 weird AF news. Hey, it's the host of Weird AF News, Jonesy. I sometimes sing. I'm sorry if you hate it. I want to thank Tom who wrote me a review on Amazon. It made me smile today. He wrote, all I have to say is, WTF, why aren't there 100% all five stars for this podcast? I have been listening for a good while now, and I have Weird AF News as the first news podcast for my daily listen during the weekdays. Jonesy is sure to bring you something interesting, some interesting weird news with a comedian's insight. And Fridays are a special treat with Weird Florida Fridays. You should give this podcast a try. My man, Tom, five stars for Weird AF News, and I thank you so much, buddy. You made my day. And I was wondering the same thing you were. Why isn't it all five stars? I only have 3.8 rating out of five. Ah, you know, I have nightmares about this. Uh, I appreciate the review, Tom. Seriously, um, anyone who leaves a review, um, I'll read it. I'll read it on here, even if it's terrible because it's funny. Uh, I, I so appreciate anybody's effort to uh, help with the podcast, be it leaving a review on iTunes or Amazon or maybe just telling a friend or a relative that they should check out the show why not? Uh, it's all helpful and I appreciate it. You can also help the show by uh, throwing Jonesy a little bit of cash via the Patreon. It's not very much money. Um, well, you have choices of levels of money, if you'd like, as as little as $2 a month, which is really really just like, it's not even a cup of coffee these days, right? It's like a third of a cup of coffee at the, at the Los Angeles prices anyways. Uh, so yeah, buy Jonesy a third a cup of coffee a month on the Patreon and you get to listen to some bonus episodes and uh, download my comedy album for free and all of that. It's, um, it's pretty cool. But check it out, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And always, um, I love to hear from the listeners and fans of the show. You can always reach out to me on my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Maybe you have a weird story you came across, you want to send it to me. Or maybe you just want to tell me that you hate my singing. Yeah, send it on over. It's totally cool. A few people have asked for my address because they want to send me a gift. And I'm okay with that too. Just don't send me uh, liquid coronavirus. Uh, just please uh, don't don't kill me. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Uh, also on Instagram and some of the other social medias, that's the place where you can follow my life. I post a lot of photos and videos on the Instagram, especially. It's at Funny Jones if you want to check that out. And on Twitter, also at Funny Jones. And on Facebook, it's comedian Jonesy. So yeah, please reach out to me and say hello. Let me know you're alive. I'm worried about you guys. Um, And I hope you're safe and healthy, and we will see you tomorrow on the much-anticipated Florida-centric episode that you all love. Yes, Florida Friday tomorrow. Send me some Florida stories if you have them.